Welcome to the first episode of 2024, our 24th episode. This is Master Level Marriage Podcast, and I'm your host, Ronnie Gaines, and I am so glad that you are here with me on this show today. Here we go. We're launching into the new year, 2024, just like the Joker on the trilogy said, and here we go go. Wow, it's been a great year 2023. You guys are phenomenal. We have in 2023 from about the early just the beginning of the fall up to the end of the year, you guys gave over 1000 downloads to this podcast and I'm so grateful for you. Thank you for being a part of this show. Thank you for being a part of this podcast. I'm so I just I hope that not only just the downloads, but I hope that you're getting something from these episodes that you're being able to create a stronger relationship. This is all about creating a a, a good relationship, a strong, healthy relationship, a good marriage where you can go stronger and build a healthy relationship. And I hope that these episodes have been encouraging to you and also beneficial to you as you listen to those or watch those on YouTube. Thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. You know, thank you for your subscriptions. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for following us and rating the show and leaving a review. Come on, go down below. You can see in our on our show notes, there's a place for comments. You can click on that. You can leave a comment. Let's Leave me a comment this year. Tell me what you think. Tell me how last year went as you listen to all of those different episodes. Uh, maybe something that you um, think about or maybe that you're struggling with in your relationship. If you leave that comment, it helps us. Maybe we create a show out of that. It's an up, maybe it's an upcoming show. And we want to do everything in our power this year to help you build a strong and healthy relationship. That's what it's all about. Leave a review, rate the show. And, and we are, again, I'm so grateful for those of you that have downloaded and listened to this show. We are looking forward to 2024, and there's some good shows coming up, especially next week. Next week will be our 25th episode or 25th show and we have some guests on and I can't wait for you to to hear my interview with Brent and Janice Sharp some great friends of mine marriage and family therapist out of Tulsa Oklahoma they're great friends of mine Brent and Janice discuss this process that I've been teaching for many years now probably I've been teaching this for probably 10 years it's called the magic four percent of your time per week. You have 168 hours in a week. It matters how you spend that time with your spouse. Getting face-to-face. Listen to this episode. Jump on there next week, and Brent will take you through this uh, information. There's about six things that will bring you face-to-face through about 4% of your week, and I promise you this leads to a healthy relationship. But today, I want to share with you some things that I believe that will encourage you. And if you're if you're listening to this on YouTube, know this that we are in the process of upgrading some equipment. Like I said last year, we're getting some new equipment, new cameras. And so, you know, if you if this has been beneficial for you, you can go down in the show notes and click on donate and be a part of the the expenditures that it takes to get the equipment to really 
put out something excellent. And so we're going to be doing that. And we would be so grateful if you would just click on that and just leave uh, a, uh, a gift of some kind that would help and partner with us as we go into this next year and change the lives of so many couples. But I want to start this year uh, to encourage you with this idea. Uh, something that we think about a lot, we think about big things uh, to help our marriage. We think about the big vacations. We think about the big date nights, the expensive, taking them to the finest restaurant, dressing up, the whining and dining, if you will, the big expensive gifts, the diamonds, the big bouquets of roses, throwing the big ideas out there, the big wins. We think about big, 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 but listen, big things are good. But sometimes it's the little things, the small things that will bring enrichment, strength. It'll bring transformation. These are the little things that will ultimately transform your marriage. And usually right after the first of the year, we have what we call these resolutions that we that we tell ourselves. And, you know, many of us probably made some resolutions. We want to change some things. We love change. We want to be better. We want to be different. And I think that most people can say that, you know, the first of the year is a time to make those commitments, make those resolutions. And unfortunately, many people will make those resolutions. And within a few weeks, they, you know, fall out and they go back to their old habits. And I think sometimes it's just creating these habits over an extended period of time where they become normal. They become a part of our life rather than just something we have to force ourselves to do. And one of the, or actually I should say this, the, the top two things, the top two resolutions, I, I did some research and I pulled up many sites to, to get kind of a, an overall view, but the top two resolutions that people make for a new year is to exercise more and to lose weight. And listen, maybe you are there right now and you're like, you know, I just need to lose some weight. Most of us will look at ourselves in the mirror and we say, you know what? I need to lose a few pounds, especially as you get older, you pack on more weight, it's more difficult to shed that weight. And it's just our health. It's our lifestyles, the way we do things. And, you know, we just, we 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 kind of fall off the wagon, if you will, and we and we gain some weight. And sometimes we go on these diets that never work. But we'll go on a diet, we'll lose ten pounds. But then it seems like that we go back to our other lifestyle that that we came out of, and we instead of gaining ten pounds back, we gain twelve. And it's just the makeup of our body that gets accustomed to the change, and then it tries to fight to get back to this this place where it was before, and. These resolu- you can make the resolution this year and say, I want to lose weight. And we state it that way. I want to lose weight this year. Well, what does that mean? Uh, I, th- I think that sometimes we make the wrong statements. We say the wrong things. We, we state it in the incorrect way. If you want to lose weight, <laughs> you could cut off your leg and lose weight. Uh, you could stop eating and skip, you know, two or three meals and in two or three days period of time. And when you step on the scale, the, the, the weight will go down. You'll, you'll lose weight. But I think we have to go a little further than, than that to really make a difference. Maybe we say it like this. I want to be more healthy. Well, this is a better statement. I want to be more healthy. 
and that might include some of the the lifestyle that I lifestyle change. And in the process of becoming more healthy, I might, you know, lose some weight, which I probably would. But this this statement's still a little too vague. So so how about this statement? I want to develop a healthier lifestyle by eating cleaner and doing more exercise. Wow, that takes it to another level. I want to develop a healthier lifestyle by eating cleaner, maybe looking at labels a little bit more when I walk through the store, and doing more exercise. Now, that sounds like, wow, that's that's the, the direction I want to go. It sounds so much better. But I believe that this statement is still too undefined. So how about let's change it to this statement. I want to clean out my pantry and fill it with cleaner foods. And cleaner foods might be that I go through the aisles of the grocery store and I look at the labels. And if it's got too many ingredients, put it back on the shelf. Go for things that have less ingredients, no no sugar, no not a lot of preservatives. Some They're going to put preservatives in some of them to maintain them. But the label, the ingredients is smaller. And I'm going to look for those things that are cleaner. And I'm going to fill my pantry with that. I'm going to start creating healthier meals. And I'm going to start exercising three to four times per week. And I'm going to lose 10 pounds by spring. Now, this is a better statement. So what we've done here is we've created what... Um, is referred to in the book, The Four Disciplines of Execution, which achieving your wildly important goal is going from X to Y by when. So from eating mostly unhealthy food, this is my X, this is where I am today, eating mostly unhealthy, to cleaning out my pantry and filling it with cleaner food, creating a healthier meals, exercising three to four times per week and lose 10 pounds, that's the Y. I'm going to clean out. The X is I'm eating unhealthy. But I want to move from X to Y. So to move from unhealthy to the Y, I need to clean out my pantry, fill it with cleaner food, and exercise three to four times a week. And my goal is to lose 10 pounds by, by, by spring. That's the win. So X from X to Y to win. It gives me a definitive statement saying this is what I'm going to accomplish by win. Now, this is not just these huge movements all at once. It's not about just a big thing all at once. It's taking small steps and becoming intentional with these small steps over a period of time. Listen, there's data that out there that will show you that 95 to 98% of diets do not work. That's, that's hard to hear. But we go on these crash diets, and, and not every diet, not every formula is created for everyone. We see someone, they say, go on this diet, you'll lose 20 pounds in three weeks. Well, for them, that might have happened. But I wonder, in that three weeks, what we've done to our body, where our body shuts down, slows down, and we make this big adjustment, we lose a lot of weight, and the next thing you know, we go back to our old lifestyle, and we gain back more weight. It's not the big movements. It's the little movements. It's it's the extended period of time over an extended period of time of changing little habits, and it's small things. It's the same way in our marriage. We think about the big things. You know, again, what I said is the big vacations, the big wins, the big date nights, the big expensive gifts, all these things. We think it's all of those, which are great, but 
it's the little things daily. Opening the door for your wife, saying nice things, giving the affirmations, the little things over an extended period of time. It's just holding hands. It's making those touches, looking at each other and just winking, you know, just flirting. It's those little things that will create that healthy marriage over over this time frame. You know, I was listening to a podcast the other day, and it was about strength training. And this is something that I've I've developed over just started kind of getting back into the strength training aspect. I, I love to run. I love to jog. So it's, it's easy for me just to go out and hit the pavement and just take off running. But according to the data, according to research, high cardio is not the way to lose fat. Some people say, oh, thank goodness, I don't have to do a lot of cardio. But for me, I love to do cardio. I love to go out and and I love to take off running. I I love to run. If I can't run three to five miles, I feel like I haven't done anything. So I want to really run extended periods of time. I just finished this last year. I just finished my first marathon. And it was was amazing. And I – but – Running those long distances, for me, I love to do. But if you're wanting to use that to to cut fat, data has shown that that's not the way to do it. Data has shown that by strength training our muscles, we lose more fat. And so I was listening to this podcast, and they were discussing about lifting heavy weights versus lighter weights. You know, they're going for the big things, going for the big weights and just screaming and throwing them up with small reps and just creating muscle and creating uh, goals and, and outcomes versus the lighter weights, which takes more reps. Uh, the big weights matter, and big weights give you good results. It's, 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 it's you know, we, we see that in people. We see these in these real heavy lifters. You see the results. It's not the big weights, though, it, that matter mostly. In fact, this podcast stated this, that, that the research has shown that you can take heavy weights, lift small reps, and you get good results. But you can also take lighter weights and lift more reps, and you get basically the same results. Now, some might disagree with that, but I'm just telling you the research that I've seen, this podcast was was indicating that. I've seen some other research that this is probably the case. Now, again, some may argue I'm not trying to get a debate going or trying not I'm not trying to say that that's all true, but what I see is is that many people who look good, they're they're not just lifting big weights, but they're are they're toning, if you will, if you want to use that terminology. And they're, they're getting some really good results by lifting less, less weights, more reps. And also, by lifting less weights, your, your muscles don't get so fatigued that when you, when you go into the next set, you can, you can lift, you can do more. And so, the big weights matter, and they'll give you good results. The big things in your marriage will matter, and they will give you good results. However... You know, through this research, through this data, it showed that lifting lighter weights will give you the same results. Heavy weights, low reps, but with lighter weights, by doing more reps, you go, you you don't you don't maybe you just go to the reps to fatigue. It allows the same results. It's not just the big things that give you the results. The little things, uh, well, with more reps, 
are life changing in your relationships. It's not just the big diamonds that you give her. It's not just the big toys that you give him, the big the boy things, you know, the big man toys, you know, the big uh, cars, the boats, all that. It's not those big things. It's just walking up to each other. It's honoring him in, in front of his friends. Will 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 give him give you results like like you wouldn't believe. Loving her, doing things for her, showing your love to her will do things like you wouldn't believe. Just these small things over time. You know, another thing that was mentioned in this research was how important rest was in between the sets. <laughs> I'm, I'm a big stickler on sleep. You can go back and, and listen to the episode uh, in, that's titled Sleep Your Way to a Good Marriage. I believe that sleep changes. It's healthy. It does things in your body. It, it, it does give you help. It, it, it helps regulate hormones. Uh, it, 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 you can lose weight while you sleep because the, if you sleep good, that seven to nine hours, it does so many things for your body. It helps your mind, helps you think more clearly the next day. It helps you focus. It helps you argue better as a couple. It helps you do so many things. So sleep is so good, but I'm not talking about sleep just right here. I'm talking about rest, resting. You know, we get so caught up in our lives and so caught up in our jobs that we don't rest. And in this study, it showed that in between your sets, whether you're lifting big weights or you're lifting lighter weights with more reps, in between the sets, it's showing that it's common now to rest one to one and a half minutes in between sets. And that's a long time. In fact, I just started a new workout in December because I, w- I wanted to get back into some strength training a- along with my jogging. And this app, and and I'll I'll will um, I'll put that in the comments below. I'll put it in the show notes so you'll show which app I'm talking about that that you can go take a look at. But it's called Zing Z I N G. It's a great app. It, it, it and it has a lot of features that I love because it just keeps track of everything and it tells you the next set coming up and it times everything. So it's a great app. And. This program is designed, this, this Zing app and this program is designed so that I start out in really light, lighter weights and I can work up, gradually increase as I gain strength. But one really unique thing about this program is this. After each set, there's a one minute to one and a half minute rest. Now, sometimes when I go through this rest, it still feels like I'm just sitting there too long. I really want to jump back in because since I am using lighter weights to begin with, I don't feel that exhausted and and spent my you know I feel good so I'm I'm wanting to jump right in but I'm following this app to the letter and this app sometimes a minute and a half seems a long time to rest but the research has shown that in these rest periods and I'm not talking about taking five to ten minutes visiting with your buddy or visiting with someone in the gym I see people that spend more time visiting than they do working out I don't have time for that I want to go in and work out and get back to my other duties throughout the day but you got to spend some time resting. And, you know, again, sometimes I just want to move on to the next set. But what they've determined is that by resting longer, you can be more effective for each set. You, when you go to the next set, you're, you're, you're not as fatigued. And so you, you are more effective and you begin to build strength faster. And they have shown, the data have shown that by resting this period of time, your muscles actually grow quicker. So sometimes you just have to be patient. Do the set and rest. Make sure your body rests. 
And this is what I believe in our relationship. Sometimes we have to find time in the relationship when the two of you just rest. And maybe it's to go somewhere. Maybe it's to take a drive. Maybe it's to go on a little overnight um, stint, a vacation, or just rest time. You don't have to spend a huge amount of money going somewhere. You don't have to spend a huge amount of money doing something. Just do something restful together. You know, even Jesus in the Bible, the master teacher, uh, he told us this. They, you know, God created a Sabbath, and Jesus said this. He said the Sabbath, which was a day of rest, God created this day of rest. He said on this day, in fact, the day in the Old Testament was very holy. You would be in some big-time trouble if you did not observe that day of rest. God, even God, when he created the universe, he created, spent the six days creating. On the seventh day, he rested. It was a pattern. It was an example to us that we need to find a day during the week to rest. You know, even Jesus said it this way. He said that the man was not made for the Sabbath. The Sabbath was made for the man. You know, and the Sabbath is not just a day of go to church. It's not just a day to say, hey, today is the Sabbath. Today's Sunday. Today's the day for church. Let's go spend our Sabbath. No, the Sabbath is a day of rest. What is it? That, you, that is rest for you. What, what does a day of rest look like for you? What does a, a day of rest look like for the two of you together? You know, God didn't create us for the Sabbath so that we could fulfill all these religious routines and, and rituals. The Sabbath was created for us to rest. Resting allows you to be more effective for each other. Good sleep is involved in this rest. I get it. But find a day of rest, along with doing the little things over an extended period of time for each other. This year, get this, in just this simple little podcast show, before we launch into this year, just wanted to start this year, this first podcast for the year of 2024, I just wanted to bring this to you and say, do little things over a period of time and it will transform your marriage and add rest into that mix. And maybe it's a rest for you by yourself, just to rest, chill out, read a book, go to the gym, take a jog, whatever, go golfing, go fishing, whatever you do. But find time to rest together where you can go some places, do some things. Maybe you just want to kick back for the day and sit on the re- in the recliners, you know, on your couch together, and just relax and have a day of rest. I want you to think about that for this year. Find your day weekly to rest and do those little things daily. The big things are great. You'll find times to give the big diamonds, give the big gifts, big, do the big ideas, do all the big things, but don't neglect the little things. The little things matter. And they will build so much strength in your marriage. It makes a, sometimes the little things make such a big, big difference. Now, again, like I said, next week, you know, our 25th episode, don't miss that as we go into a, an interview with Brent and Jenna Sharp. Man, you're going to, I believe this is going to encourage you so much. Go, just be ready. And be ready to download and click on that. Again, I'm so grateful for you. Remember this this beginning of the year. Do the little things and be restful. It will change your relationship. Now, let's go into this year. Let's jump into it ready to go and ready to change some things in our relationship. And guess what? You will be healthy personally 
and you will be healthy in your relationship if you will formulate a way to work these approaches and techniques into your life. We'll be talking about many things, personal development, um, things to do to, to build your life personally and build your life relationally and emotionally and hopefully spiritually as well. But I want to close this with you today for you to be your best self and live out your full potential and experience your best marriage. I will see you next week on our 25th episode. <laughs>